0: Thanks for joining us for the Fight for Your Marriage podcast with Charlene Steinkamp. This is a place where you can find hope for your marriage through Jesus Christ.
1: Psalm 105 verse 1 says, Give praise to the Lord. Proclaim His name. Make known among the nations what He has done. This is what we're going to do today, and I think you're going to enjoy this episode. In fact, I would say you would love it. Our prayer is that it will help you have an attitude of gratitude. It is so important for us to be looking for ways the Lord has answered prayers in our personal lives. It is important to give Him praise for what He has done, even daily. And it is important to tell others of His good works.
0: Absolutely. We've talked so many times before about how easy it is to complain That we don't see the Lord answering our prayers, or we don't see Him moving in our life, or sometimes you might even feel like you don't hear Him speaking to you. In fact, if you haven't done so yet, go listen to episode 90 on how to overcome a spiritual drought. It will give you great tips on how to look for Jesus in your life. We're gonna share a few testimonies with you today from people who have searched for the Lord in their circumstances, and they've found Him faithful. He has been faithful to them, even in the hardships.
1: You're right, Lori. These testimonies are not all from places of restoration. Some of them are still praying for their marriage restoration, but they have seen the hand of God in their lives. And I remember when I was standing, that's what happened to me. I was able to tell so many others about what God was doing in my lives that I didn't even believe that God could do anything in my life, let alone restore a marriage. And this is so important for you to understand. You are start to proclaiming what God is doing in your life right now, not at the end, right in the daily events of your life. 1 Thessalonians 5:18 says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. That is what these ladies are doing. I know you will be blessed as you hear a portion of their stories.
2: My story is began about two years ago when um, I realized that my husband, something was very wrong. And we had been going through a lot, and I had been. I had secret sin in my life also, where I was spending money and not being honest about it. And we had been married about 22 years, and it all kind of blew up. And I found out um, that my husband was having an affair, and he ended up leaving. And I was absolutely beside myself, and I found Rejoice Marriage Ministries. And when I first read it, I thought that can't be me. I can't. I can't go back to him after he's been with someone else. I can't pray for this. Maybe that's good for somebody else, but not for me. And um, about a year ago, the Lord started really moving in my life and renewing my walk with Him. And every single thing that Charlene um, said and Lori as well about my walk with the Lord, about me making things right with God, seeking Him first, loving Him more, was where my heart was. And God began something that um, has been real and true, and uh very interestingly, after about, I don't know, two months after we were legally divorced, which was last November, my heart really began to change once i was seeking jesus and it was kind of the same story that lori gave or excuse me charlene gave about if i if god said if i can forgive your husband can't you and i just i just started praying about it and oh my goodness my heart began to really change surprisingly to me and so since that time um, I have fasted and prayed and pressed in and, you know, downloaded the prayers that I've gotten from your website. And last uh, March or so, I sent my husband a letter just saying, first of all, asking for his forgiveness, um, telling him about my renewal in the Lord and also that I still loved him and I was praying for him and I was praying for the reconciliation of our marriage and he responded um, almost immediately, saying that he was shocked. Um, that would he shut the door? No, that only the Lord could do that. Um, but that it would be, it would take a miracle. And uh, so since that day, so many things have happened, and the Lord has given me some timelines and prayers to pray. And in the last couple of weeks, um, we have been talking for the first time. And a new door has opened. And the Lord gave me the word excise and to disentangle. And so I know that this has to be a surgery that God does in his heart because we want this to be something lasting and for always until Jesus comes back or we go home to be with him. And yesterday was his birthday, and I had sent him a present and a card, and he called me, um, and we talked for almost an hour. God is moving. But I will say the most important thing that I've learned from the Joyce Marriage History is that it's not just about the spouse who cheated, but it's about the heart of the person that's standing and that God wants to do a work, a new work in us. And that I have to be honest, it's the first time in my life, and I've been a Christian since 1975, that Jesus has been first truly first in my life and I just thank you all so much for for being there for me you've been that friend you've come alongside me and helped me and uh, I love you and I thank you so very much Jesus bless you bye-bye
3: my husband left me and was having an affair Um, I was on a 13-hour workshop. I had no idea. Um, This all happened within six months. He left me with my two children, and I had no contact with him, very little. Most of it was angry. He had filed for divorce very quickly. Um, I had to fight for my children that I grew in my own body, my house that was already owned, and... My husband, who I had lost all hope and trust in, and I took it immediately to the Lord. uh the way I thought was in prayer. I shut my mouth and I handed all the power over to God and I just asked God whatever was purposed in my life for him to bring it back and fulfill his purpose for our life and Three days before my divorce was final, my husband called and canceled the divorce and came home. And I stood in prayer every single day, day and night for six months, and I shut my mouth and I just screamed my words to the Lord. And the Lord answered every single prayer. It's been almost two years since my husband's been home. The Lord has walked us through a major healing process and has. Helped us accept the changes that needed to be changed in our life for us both now to serve the Lord. My husband is now saved, my children are both saved, and all four of us serve the Lord God. Thank you.
4: Hi, fellow Spaniards. My wonderful husband and I fell head over heels in love, and within a few months' time, we were married. Although he chose to legally divorce me, in God's eyes, we have now been married for 37 amazing years. I've been standing for five or six of those years, but refuse to focus on how long it has been. Just as I've also learned to not give the past issues any power over our present and future, I've learned to not allow any negative thinking or words or negative people into my life. Everyone has an opinion and may even have your best interests at heart, but so what? While marriages and families are selfishly being destroyed at an unprecedented rate, standing for marriage is very much a misunderstood concept in today's society. I choose to search scriptures and to pray and listen to God for his guidance and counsel. Please understand, while you may not have directly caused your spouse to become your prodigal, God still desires a much closer relationship with you. Simply put, you have changing to do, just as I did. Without God opening my eyes to the destruction of our marriage and family, I simply couldn't see how I had become the nagging, dripping, and quarrelsome wife who refused to zip my lips and bend my knee. Repeatedly spoken of in proverbs, the transformation begins with the standard. The wilderness journey of our marriage and family being destroyed was not something I had ever imagined happening to us. But I'm so very thankful for the spiritual growth and healing we are experiencing. It's a gradual yet transformational process I would not have traded for the world. While my husband is not physically home yet, we have both asked and received forgiveness of each other. The key to standing for marriage is to keep your eyes on God and off of your circumstances and to commit to standing until your last breath. This is a supernatural opportunity for God to bless your marriage, so get out of God's way and watch him do what only he can do.
5: My husband and I are still married, actually 53 years now. But he has been separated from me for almost 30 years. It will be 30 years next month that he left for the other woman. He is still with the other woman, but God. God has carried me through the whole time, whole 30 years, and He, I will not give up on God, on my husband, on the situation or God's promises. He has promised me many, many blessings, and restored marriage, and I trust God to do that to restore the marriage and most importantly bring my spouse to salvation and the other woman to salvation. Even though they've been together for, for 30 years I still believe that God, is, anything is possible. Nothing. Nothing is possible for God. And thank you Rejoice Marriage Ministry for carrying me through days when I feel down and when I give up but don't because you're always there you've always, Charlene always sends the devotions every day and, They're always just right, what I need at the right time. God's perfect timing. Thank you. God bless.
1: I pray this has just lit your fire in your heart of what God can do in your marriage, regardless of the circumstances, and especially regardless of the time period. God is a God that does not look at a calendar. If you read the Bible, you will see that. And it teaches us all that God's timing is perfect and that we need to stop looking at our calendar. So I am just praising the Lord for each and every stander that has shared their testimony. And this is my heart's desire that you will literally call us and say, I've got something to share, and I'd love to share a testimony. We'll be able to share them over and over throughout the week. We would love to have testimonies throughout the week for people sharing what God is doing in your own personal lives. Are you willing to praise the Lord? And that is where I want you to understand That I know the pain, I know the sorrow, I know the grief that you're going through. But the Lord says, okay, wipe up your face and let's fight the fight of what the enemy has come to steal, kill, and destroy your marriage. But let's praise the Lord and praise defeats the enemy. So Lori, I know you have been reading these and listening to these as we have, but have you not been blessed?
0: Absolutely. I love what the one woman said when she said standing for marriage is a misunderstood concept in today's society. And that's so true. She followed that up by saying that she gets her counsel from God's word. And when you're choosing to stand for marriage restoration, whether you're doing it in 2020 or you're doing it in 1985 or you're doing it in 2030. People are not going to always understand the assignment that God's given you, but it's not their assignment. It's the assignment that God has given you. And that's what's so important to be reminded of as you're standing for marriage restoration.
1: Have you accepted the calling or the assignment that he is knocking at your heart's door to do? It's not just for your husband and you. It is for your children or future children Or grandchildren, and this is assignment that's going to affect generations. And you may not understand that, but it will. And I want you to know that you are a lighthouse, and either your light is shining or your light is off, and you are not helping anybody. When I started standing, I had no idea what I was doing, but I knew the Lord said, fight for Bob. And then I went to the Word, and I started reading it, and it started coming alive. And I want to ask you, is your reading the Bible, is it coming alive to you, or are you not even reading the Word regularly? Or how much time do you spend reading the Word?
0: What you're saying is reminding me of a quote by John Piper, where he says, "'Desire that your life count for something great.'" Long for your life to have eternal significance. Want this. Don't just coast through life without a passion. That's so true because when you're standing for marriage restoration, you're not just standing for a spouse to move home. It's so much more than that. You're standing and praying for a spouse that may not be in a right relationship with Jesus. You're standing and praying for your children, that they will see what you're going through and never walk through this. You're standing and praying for future generations, that you might be off the earth when those future generations reap the benefit of what you're doing by standing in the gap and praying for your spouse.
1: You know, I was at a literally a life group meeting, I can remember it. I can see it in my mind as a picture that God has just stained and and put in my mind of that event that was so powerful because I had told nobody what I was doing. And God had spoken to my heart, and they go around and ask, what is happening in your life? And I thought, well, I'm divorced now. And I didn't know how to say it, but I said to them, I've gone through a crisis. I never thought Bob and I would ever get divorced, but I am divorced now. But God has spoken to me in a most powerful way. I never knew he could do it. And I'm telling you, you don't have to get divorced, but you can just cry out to God and ask him to help you, direct your steps, your way. how to raise your children, and how to love your husband or wife
0: the right way. Did they look at you like you had six heads when you said that?
1: Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And they started doubting and questioning me and defending and and saying that, don't get your hopes up. You're going to be crashing down. And all of these different, you know, Bob will never change. And all of the negativity that I had heard, but I then had my Bible with me that night, and I opened up my Bible, and I started sharing the scriptures, like, with God, nothing is impossible. Ezekiel uh, 36, that, that he will take the heart of stone and turn the heart of stone to a heart of flesh. And I continued on and on, And I said, these scriptures are for you and for me, but they are for me today through this crisis and whatever crisis you're going to go through in the future, open up your Bible and see what the Lord will say to you. And after I stopped speaking, I knew I had spoken what the Lord had spoken to me about in proclamation, in proclaiming that God could do anything, that nothing is impossible. And here they're seeing Bob and I divorced. And so they looked at me like I was crazy, but I stood on the word of God. And then two and a half years later, they saw Bob and I remarried. And they knew that what I had spoken two and a half years ago, God brought it to pass. And that's what I want to say to you today, regardless of how and what you have to go through to get where you are spiritually, you need to grow in the Lord. You need to crucify that sinful nature. You have to change first.
0: Absolutely. Each one of these women shared how God had changed them. One recognized she had been a nagging wife. And she said the key was to keep your eyes on God and off of your circumstances. God exposed to her where she had sinned in her life. One realized that even though she has been separated for 30 years, separated, why did her husband never finalize a divorce in 30 years? That's a miracle from God. And yes, she's waited a long time, but she said God has carried her through the entire time. And today, she realizes that nothing's impossible with God and that she has a heart and a burden to pray for her husband's salvation and to pray for the other woman's salvation that he's been with in this time. The other one that said she felt like she couldn't go back to her husband after his affair, and then God started moving in her life and renewing her walk with him. God can change you, and it's not about your spouse. It's about your relationship with God, and through that relationship— That's when you start to see these answers to prayer.
1: And Lori, we have to emphasize that through this time, what you're going through, that you need to be praising and thanking the Lord daily, weekly. We need to continue to thank the Lord for what we have, what he's doing in your life, what he's doing in your children or your mom and dad's life. You need to be a prayer warrior for salvation for your entire family. But also the Lord wants to use you at work. That, that's where I had a testimony and sharing to all of my bosses and co-workers. I shared what I was doing. And they looked at me like, it will never happen. And I was saying, just wait. Just wait and see what God's going to do. And I put it on God I knew what he had spoken to me, and I shared it. And then we put it on God to do it in his timing, and they could see my spiritual growth. You know, I want to tell you one thing. Just recently, this very year, one of the doctors that I worked for said to me after my visit with him, he said, Charlene, I've never said this to you, but I know that I know I need to tell you that I know God brought Bob home and I never said it to you all that time. I never thought he would stay and I never thought you would be happy. And he says, even after he died, I never had the nerve to tell you. But I want you to know, I know God brought Bob home and what you all did in the time he was alive. And man, I walked out of there shouting hallelujah, praising the Lord, and thinking it took over 20 years for him to tell me. Now, do you believe in miracles? Yes, I do. I believe God is going to have people tell you in the future, you were an example for me, what you did here, what you did there touched me and you are a walking billboard and you do not know how much you are being a lighthouse and a living testimony of how you're affecting so many people day to day week to week month to month at church even co-workers like I affected co-workers that I didn't even know including one of my bosses that tells me now Did he know that God brought Bob home? What a praise report. And I want you to get excited and to start expecting miracles.
0: That reminds me of Psalm 28, 7, which says, The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in Him, and He helps me. My heart leaps for joy, and with my song, I praise Him. So if your heart is trusting in God, then on the good days and the bad days, You are still trusting him. You're still leaping for joy and singing praises to him, even when your spouse hasn't come home, even when you've been waiting a while. Out of these testimonies, if you recall, only one has had her marriage restored so far, and the other three are still waiting, but they're waiting victoriously through their situation. It was so encouraging to see how each of these women I'm sure they've had days of anxiousness. I'm sure they've had days of worrying about their situation, but they've been able to see how God has strengthened their faith to help them depend on him for each and every day.
1: And let me take you to the scripture that the Lord gave me so strongly, and he may give it to you also. It's Philippians chapter 4, verse 4 rejoice in the lord always i will say it again rejoice let your gentleness be evident to all now listen to these sentences Listen to these commands the lord is speaking to us paul was speaking to the church saying rejoice in the lord always i will say it again he repeated himself rejoice And my question to you is, are you rejoicing? Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Are you gentle? Are you kind? It says, let your gentleness be evident to all. He doesn't want it to be a secret. The Lord wants you to radiate who you are. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. Well, I don't know if God is stepping on your toes right now, but he certainly is going to be stepping on many of us as what are we anxious about. Don't be anxious about your money. Don't be anxious of how your kids are going to have a college education. Trust the Lord and start praying about it right now and asking the Lord to meet your needs. But in every situation, and this is your key instructions by prayer in petition and then with thanksgiving are you thanking the lord in advance present your request to god and the peace of god and that is what Lori and i want you to have we want you to have the peace of god which transcends all understanding will guard your heart and your minds in christ jesus and then i'm going to take you on further Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything, is excellent or praiseworthy, think about those things. What are you thinking about? Are you thinking negativity and all the bad stuff? Do not think about what your spouse and the other person are doing. Do not do that. God doesn't want you to do that. He's telling you to think about what is true and noble and right and pure. He's not saying think about all what the devil is doing. Think about such things, whatever you've learned or received or heard from me. So are you learning? Are you receiving? Are you listening from the Holy Spirit that speak to you? Write it down in a journal book and seen in me, put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. So here are your scriptures that you can start with to have the peace of God in your heart and in your life.
0: That's so true. Where your focus is, is where your praise will be. And if you're focused on what's not happening and what's not going right and where God hasn't answered a prayer yet, that's where you'll start to see your faith dwindle. So I hope that these testimonies have encouraged you. I hope as you've seen these Four women share what God has done in their life and the way they have seen their own spiritual walk grow and mature. I hope that that has encouraged you to strengthen your faith and to strengthen your resolve to really just recommit your stand to the Lord. If you are um, like this one friend who has her marriage restored, I know that, like Mom always said, once a standard, always a standard. and so you never give up on praying for your spouse, and that's why it's so important to continue to stay in the Word and continue to stay close to a family of people who will help encourage you as you pray for restoration and pray for your marriage so that even after restoration, you will have a strong, healthy marriage that will serve God.
1: Amen. Definitely, that's what we pray for, and We know that God is able to do anything, and he has no limitations. You have to stop speaking or thinking what the enemy is trying to put in your heart or your mind is of all the negativity of all that is happening and all that your spouse could be doing with the other person or with your children. Do not let that tear you apart, but give it to the Lord and let him do the heart transformation. Lori, would you like to close in prayer?
0: Sure. Father, I thank you for today, Lord. I thank you for the testimony of these four women. I thank you for the way they have evidenced their spiritual growth and the way you have um, changed their lives because of their stand for restoration. Their lives are not the same, and we know that it's because of what you've done in their heart. And Father, I pray um, that you would just be with each person who's listening to this episode, and I pray that they would just have a new resolve to pray for restoration, to pray for their spouse. Lord, I pray that you would forgive us for the times that we go to um, friends complaining and seeking advice from other people instead of going to you for the advice. You've given us all the advice we need, and it's found in your word. So I pray that we would be people that would just go to your word more than we go to the world looking for advice. Father, I pray for the couples who are listening to this podcast who are restored and are working on their marriage, and I pray that you would help them to just have a transformed marriage um, this second half of life, that they have a new relationship, and I pray that that relationship would be honoring to you. I pray that the devil would be defeated in their home and that they would just both be people who are striving to have a marriage that that is modeled after the word. Lord, I pray for those who are um, in the midst of waiting a long time for a spouse to come home like our dear friend who shared today, and I pray that you would just give them the strength and the tenacity they need. I thank you for um, these examples of waiting on you and realizing that in your timing, they will see the answers to prayers as they've been praying. So I pray that you would strengthen them today and just give them the endurance they need for the race that you've called them to. I thank you for each and every person who has decided to stand for marriage restoration. Your word tells us how important marriage is, and that is what we base this on, that it's not something to be thrown away. It's not something to let other people interfere with, but it's something that is holy, that is modeled after your relationship with the church. And I pray that in each marriage that we would just be fulfilling what you have called us to do. In your name, amen. Well, I hope you're leaving today encouraged after hearing these testimonies, and we appreciate the time that you've taken to join us and listen to this podcast episode. I want to remind you about a couple of things. First of all, Mentioned in today's episode were the prayer resources that one of the women used. And if you go to our website at rejoiceministries.org and go under resources, you can find many prayer resources that will help you in your devotion time and help you as you're praying for your spouse. Also, if you're enjoying these episodes, we would love it if you would leave a review on the platform where you listen to this podcast. Those reviews help us get noticed by other people so that more people can hear that there is hope for their hurting marriage. So we appreciate you doing that. We pray for you and we hope that you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. If we can help you in any way, we invite you to visit the website of Rejoice Marriage Ministries at www.rejoiceministries.org. Thanks for joining us today as we proclaim that God heals hurting marriages.